Welcome back, everyone, to Alpha and Omega TV. My name is Franco, and joining me today after being absent last week is oh, wow. actually Brian. Hello, hello. Thank you for uh, welcoming me. Uh, welcoming me. <laughs> uh, it's the coronavirus. It's I, taking everything by a storm here. Yeah, I do feel like kind of um, a stuffy nose, a running nose, and um, phlegm. Yep. Yeah, that's not a good thing while I'm <laughs> sitting like a few feet in front of him. But we're social distancing here, right? Yep. Six. This, uh, three, this, three feet. <laughs> uh, six feet is the, what is it, the requirement? But in front of us right now, we have like maybe three feet apart from us right now. As far as you guys can tell, we are six feet away from each other. Even though we sound fairly close, the microphones are extended out. Uh, but yeah, welcome back to this episode. Uh, what episode are we on now? The last one was, let's see here. I believe we're like in 26. Nope, you're wrong. We are in episode number 33. Lucky oh, 33. I'm seven weeks behind. <laughs> yeah, just a, just a few weeks behind. No big deal. So welcome back, guys. Um, you guys know us here. We are Alpha and Omega TV. And what we do here is we talk about what is going on we share the good news which is the gospel the word of god uh, we talk about current events and we do this in an uncut commentary style so we don't really like to uh, chop up these things we don't like to edit it um we don't like to edit it not sound quality wise but like cutting it right so that all raw it's raw so if you guys if we make a mistake that we make a mistake we own it we own up to it and, and that's that because it's real life. You know, it's not, not everything is a YouTube sensation where you cut everything up so it could be perfect. That's not how it works. That's not real life. So anyway, with that being said, today we are here. We're talking about what everyone is talking about. What is everyone talking about? COVID-19. COVID-19, AKA the coronavirus. AKA. The Chinese virus. AKA the Chinese virus to some of those, uh, some of the people who uh, use that term, um, AKA President Trump. <laughs> he uses that term. Some people of course don't like it. Uh, sorry if you don't like it. We're just uh, reiterating what other people say. So uh, with all this being said, um, there's a lot of things happening right now and we just wanted to weigh in with just a few things. Uh, what's happening here locally. So just in case you guys didn't know, we are in the San Bernardino area. Right. Now, this is where we do our business. This is where we have our studio. This is where we have our office. Um, this is where we sell tacos on the weekends. But right now, our some of our operations are on a on a brief halt just because we want to uh, stay safe, stay safe, take care of our staff, and take care of other people. Mm -hmm. Especially with Brian just uh, sneezing all <laughs> over the place. I might just give like a really big sneeze uh, <laughs> sometime in the episode. So yeah, so don't mind Brian. He's uh, he's exercising social distancing. He's quarantining himself at home, um, and it appears what he has is just what like just allergies like, or something. Yeah, some kind of, I ran in the, in the morning, and that's, that's probably why. why. So, and then he did do a little bit of dusting around, and maybe that has to do with it. But anyway, despite everything, um, we know the biggest scare at the moment is this coronavirus. Uh, some people know a lot about it. Some people aren't really keeping up with it. I think there's two extremes to this. Mm -hmm. I think there's people who are just okay with knowing there's something out there. Don't go outside. 
but they don't even do any research about it. <laughs> They're like, okay, we're supposed to stay home. We're supposed to wash our hands and use hand sanitizer. It's like, no, not. it's not about using hand sanitizer. It's about washing your hands. And if there is... Literally. Yeah, and if... Yes, for 20 seconds uh, in the restaurant industry, if you have a food handler's card, you know that part of it is seeing your ABCs. Twice. And you're supposed to... Right, twice. And you're supposed to wash your hands for at least 20 seconds. So very important that you wash your hands very thoroughly during this time and i just wanted to let you guys know hand sanitizer is not a substitution for washing your hands some of you guys <laughs> are using this religiously some of you guys are using hand sanitizer uh to an extreme and uh that's not the best method you shouldn't really abuse that and just because you don't have hand sanitizer at home doesn't mean it's the end of the world okay because most places where you use the restroom for the most part, they will have soap. Right. And soap is just as good, if not better, than hand sanitizer when you wash your hands thoroughly. So Actually, make sure you guys are doing that. Speaking about washing hands, if you guys haven't seen the video that Mark Rober um, posted on YouTube, uh, he actually very, he, he explained it how germs kind of can be uh, passed on. And he used this like UV light to like show how, um, he went to like a kid's school. And he um, demonstrated how the germs was being passed on by other students without them knowing. And basically, they had, all, had that they had like all these germs all over their faces and the tables, and it was pretty interesting. And, and and this is true. I mean, we know germs are everywhere. Let's be honest. We're never gonna get rid of them. Um, we're technically not supposed to live in a germ-free society. It's part of human nature. We we're gonna have germs, and chances are they're all over the place right you don't see them they're microscopic um and as brian highlighted here um some of them can be detected with a uv light i'm guessing so um yes you can take precautionary measures will you ever get rid of them all no uh, that's impossible but uh very important today to be you know exercising more caution and so i'm exercising a lot of caution nowadays i'm not a germaphobe i'm actually um um, just someone who's <laughs> yeah I, I i do practice good hygiene but i'm not the kind of person who is obsessed with um with germs I, I am not that kind of person i think when you become that i honestly think it's counterproductive and if anything it lowers your immune system versus just living your life normally practicing good hygiene washing your hands when you use the restroom um those simple things that we already know this is common sense things that we're taught as kids I think that's it. You know, now we're taking more measures, of course. Uh, I'm taking more measures, um, disinfecting things and stuff like that. Because I don't want to, um, if I am a carrier, which we know that now we, we know that there's studies that um, kids can carry it or young people or any person can be carrying it without even manifesting anything. Um, they could be carrying the virus itself because they were exposed to it somewhere else. So I'm taking precautionary measures, not for myself so much. Even though, of course, nobody wants to get that. Uh, but I'm taking precautionary measures for others, for, you know, older people in my house or people that I come across every day or where I work. Um, that's why I'm taking precautionary measures. Um, so I'm kind of like acting like a, a, a semi-germaphobe now just <laughs> to make sure that I don't infect anybody else if I do ever have it or carry it or whatever. You know, nobody's exempt from it. But I am not, I'm totally against the whole germaphobe mentality that some people practiced even before this actually became a thing. So let's not take it to, take it to extreme. <laughs> yeah, no, there's, there's, point. there's no point to take it to extreme. Um, 
there's a lot of cases coming up um, every day. We hear about more and more people being infected, more and more cases coming out. Uh, people in government we know that are being infected. Uh, Rand Paul was one of the recent ones who was infected uh, with the COVID-19. He was diagnosed positive. Um, again, just because people get it, it doesn't mean they're going to die. Right. Uh, up to today, I think the death rate um, is three, three or four percent around there. Um, it hasn't changed much. It's not a extremely deadly virus. But I think what we can note is people. There is a scare because because that is the hottest trend thing right now. This is. This is the topic, you know, everyone, everyone is talking about this. I mean, we're talking about this because this everyone is kind of what everyone wants to know, you know, um, but just because one of the biggest reasons why what I'm trying to say is one of the biggest reasons why there's so much fear today is because every person who gets it, like the media sends it out and it's like, oh, these people just got like, but let's be honest, like if we were to go back, okay, let's, let's go back a year. Okay, and it's flu season, right? If the media was to report the flu or any other contagious uh, virus that comes out in seasons, if they were to report every person who gets the flu the way that they're reporting the coronavirus, it would be pretty scary. People would be scared about the flu if every single person who gets the flu was being reported, was being tracked, was being monitored. And they were even recording some symptoms of the flu or some of the most more extreme cases. But if that was the case, I think a lot of people would be freaking out. Actually, um, before, I'm not sure how long ago this was when they discovered a vaccine for the flu. Many people were dying because of the flu. And it's similar to what's happening with the coronavirus. But right now people are freaking out. Actually, the, I think the, mo the most scary is the people freaking out. <laughs> that's more scary than the virus itself. Yeah, it is. And that's what is right now what is spreading. And, and many people uh, are writing articles and talking about this is what's spreading faster is the scare of the of this pandemic, of this COVID-19 virus that's going around. This is what is making everyone um, terrified about this thing. And again, it's it's just the fact that it's being reported so heavily and every single case that every single person who gets infected, they report it. Uh, one person used the analogy of it's like every person who gets the virus, they report it like a, as if a, a helicopter went down, you know, or a, a, one of the t Twin Towers uh, came down again. They're reporting it like this every single person. And of course, you guys have seen some of those videos circulating. Uh, with people who have the virus um, some people have trouble breathing and they can't breathe uh, these videos are circulating today and of course that's a scary thing you know that you're not able to breathe all of a sudden um, and then some people are saying that it's like a monster inside of them so we have these cases but remember these are just a few people these are the these are the extreme cases of this COVID-19 virus not everyone has the same reaction to it not everyone will have the extreme end of this um and again not everyone who gets this will die and some people don't even experience really anything they just feel normal they get over it and they realize oh hey um <laughs> i did have it <laughs> now i don't and you know thank god that nothing worse happened so if it happens if you do get it it is not the end of the world um if 
maybe you have a weaker immune system um, or you're unhealthy or whatever the case is, um, or maybe you are healthy, but you just get the bad end of the stick. You know, it's you just kind of have to um, go with it and hope for the best. That's really all we can do. We, we don't know if we're going to make it or we don't know when our time is due here. That's just uh, the reality. So just a lot of things, a lot of things happening. Um, I don't know if you heard about them possibly sending out checks to people. Um, not I heard from reward of mouth, but not okay. from like the, the .gov, um, not from our government or our governor. I haven't heard them say anything about that. Just only from word of mouth. Right. So they have been. Um, I've actually been following the the White House briefings. So this is straight from the horse's mouth, if you will. Um, and they are considering right now giving checks to um, people who are working or who were working. Um, obviously, if you weren't working before, you wouldn't be included in this. But um, it's for those people who have been working um, and are well. At this point, everyone's being affected in one way or another because of this. But the government is going to vote, I believe, tomorrow. They're going to vote on uh, it's called the stimulus package, which you know, part of it is going to be sending um a thousand a thousand two hundred depending and if you're married i think it's twenty five hundred you'd be getting a check uh they don't know specifics yet they're thinking about sending a check through the mail uh, but it does have to do with your income so don't expect that you are just going to get a check for no reason you know and it has to do i guess you have to fall in within a certain category people who make over seventy five thousand dollars won't be included in that uh, so if you make more than that, I'm sorry, you're not covered uh, as of today. But this stimulus package could change. The criteria could change. Um, right now, it's really up in the air. A lot of people say that it is going to happen because there is support on both sides, the Democrats and the Republicans. But right now, we're still waiting for that approval to go through. So that's uh, some news to be uh, aware about that it could happen. It could happen. Are you going to are you going to count on it? <laughs> Um, I wouldn't until it happens, but um, some people are already saying, hey, let me borrow some money and I'll pay you back when my uh, my stimulus check gets here. <laughs> so don't go borrowing money when you haven't even, it hasn't been approved or anything. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, some people are already, it's because some people are like that. It's like they know that some money's coming in and they're like, hey, let me borrow some money until my uh, payroll check hits or whatever. So um, this is not a sure thing, so I wouldn't put my money on it, and I wouldn't say like it's gonna happen for sure. So don't, don't count on it. I'm saying that this could happen. Don't be like, oh, uh, Franco said that it was we were, we were all gonna get checks. No, don't, don't, don't put me into your problems. I'm not part of that. So um, a lot of uncertainty going on. Um, Actually, I would like to transition to um, kind of. The Kind of like a question. Do you know anyone else outside of California that um, because there's three major major states in the United States that are being impacted very hard, which is California, Washington, and New York. Yes. I have family in Texas, and I have a friend in North Carolina, North Carolina, that aren't really, really being, like, what's the word? Not not being impacted as much as we right. are and not people they are preparing they do see social media and they see how pe people They're are like, like man california is burning right now <laughs> <laughs> they they are 
they are going down quick right but what's your observation and how what would um you advise for californians and people outside of our country and our states because we have listeners from not only california but other states and countries Okay, so um, for those of you guys who are listening outside of state, and I, I have to say this, I'm no expert. I, I am not in the medical industry. I am not, um, you know, um, working at FEMA or any of this. But, you know, this is just my humble opinion and, and my observation. Um, I've been really keeping trying to keep up with this as much as I can as I do work in an office and I'm able to just kind of have um, the, the briefings and all that stuff playing in the background. And then I, I really pay attention when there's something important. Um, so anyway, so everyone else looking from the outside in into California, we are one of the hotspots. New York is um, the epicenter now of the of the Corona of the COVID-19 uh, epicenter, meaning that this is the hot, the hottest spot right now in the world. So right now, everyone's kind of looking at New York. Um, New York is ran by uh, Governor Cuomo. And um, right now, it appears that he's working really well with the White House to get everything, all the preparations. Um, and they are in an intense, um, it's called like a shelter in place. I don't know if they've kicked it up to the next notch. Um, but right there, it's, it's, it's serious. Like right now, the situation in New York is serious. Um, even though you look at pictures and you see New York people going out, making lines and like they're all really close. But the thing is that New York has a lot of people. That's why it's spreading so quickly. It's so congested um, and they're not practicing social distancing, which is how the thing spreads. Um, and then California, we're also booked with people. So uh, some advice to the outer states. Um, the thing is that every situation is different right because we are highly populated california new york washington these are highly populated places uh, we do have international airports not every state has an international airport um so that's one of the reasons lax is everyone knows lax all over the world that's, that's the place to go so um it's no wonder that we have such a high um, infection rate and we have such a a high chance, higher chance of getting it than maybe people in the mid states. Mm -hmm. They say um, that in around around six months, fifty percent of the population in California might get the coronavirus. Right. That was uh, that was a statement by Governor uh, Newsom. He 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 mentioned that in one of his briefings. Um, somebody did the math and said that it doesn't really make sense that that would happen <laughs> because that would be a ton of people. Um, and they've also been saying that the infection rate or uh, the the risk of getting it is low that's what the white house has been saying you know they've said that since the beginning but now we see that it's it's pretty high <laughs> you know everyone's getting it so um i would say that just take precautions take the precautions that are being issued by the local government state government and uh, even federal government just observe um I don't think they should be panic buying, which is what everyone here in California is doing. You guys, if whoever's listening out of state, um, people, you guys see the, the news, I'm sure, of the people outside of Costco and Sam's Club. Just so you guys know, we're okay. <laughs> you know, there's plenty of food. Um, it, it flies off of shelves, but that's because the first people who are panic buying are getting, they're, they're finishing up their last, their last, uh, 
uh, what is it, their last round of buying toilet paper, <laughs> which seems to be the popular thing everywhere now. <laughs> um, just so you guys know, we're not running out of toilet paper. We're not running out of water. We're not running out of food. I don't know um, why people are acting like this is the end of the world. Right. It is not. Um, companies are still producing. Cows are still getting milk. Uh, chickens are still laying eggs. <laughs> like, cows are being slaughtered in uh, Nebraska. Shout out to Nebraska. Um, this is still happening. It's it's business as usual in other parts that are not so hot. So we're not running out of food and we're not running out of toilet paper. We're not running out of water. You're seeing this because um, I think California, we're one of the most... Uh, congested we're congested not only that but we're, we're very liberal we're all about the social media and hollywood and all that stuff so once one person does something and it goes viral everybody. everyone follows and i think that's what happened with this whole toilet paper thing i think they saw one picture of everyone <laughs> buying toilet paper and there they go <laughs> you know like why toilet paper <laughs> out of all the things like actually uh, i was looking at one of the one of the the side effects of the coronavirus is diarrhea but this report came after the fact like before we even knew that coronavirus could cause diarrhea again this is not one of the main symptoms right this is just one of the things that could it could give but even before we knew this people were already stocking up on toilet paper i, I guess they just thought that they weren't going to be able to leave the house <laughs> right. and the first thing they thought about like oh well we better get toilet paper because <laughs> we're going to run out you know like, that makes no sense to me. There's many ways to wipe your butt. <laughs> you know? Like, worst thing, worst case scenario. I was actually reading a, an article about this, but somebody was like, um, alternatives to toilet paper. <laughs> and so one of them was a smooth rock. <laughs> they said since the beginning of time, uh, humans have, you know, cleaned their butts with these things. And it's like, you have to pick a smooth rock. So the worst case scenario, remember smooth rocks um another one is with a stick <laughs> so, it's like grab a smooth stick and use a smooth stick um obviously you can rip shirts or old socks or whatever um uh, another thing is you can obviously take a shower and you know let the water do the work but there's just so many ways that you can <laughs> clean yourself it's uh, all jokes aside like the toilet you press the button and oh yeah or those toilet seats like now you guys should invest in those really cool toilet seats that you know spray you and clean you up i mean it's hygienic <laughs> it's it's weird you know because we're not used to that um but some people you know hey more power to you if you have one of those right now you're not worried about toilet paper <laughs> those are the smart people right there <laughs> so there's many ways to to clean yourself up guys um but uh Again, uh, I think what we can tell you from California, at least where we're at, it's not as bad as it seems. Right. It's not as bad as it looks in the media. Keep in mind that the media is over exaggerating. Yes, because they have to keep an audience, mm -hmm. you know, because if you're not exaggerating, if you're talking about puppies and, and cats and, and like the firefighter saved a cat today, nobody's going to care about that right now <laughs> even though before when everything was going good we'd be like oh that's a feel-good story you know they rescued a cat today with his family and, and now he's safe okay cool you know but now nobody really wants to hear everyone just wants to hear like everyone's waiting for the news of like hey we found the cure mm -hmm. oh that's actually what, that's think, what everyone's waiting for i think israel i'm not sure if this is right right or wrong but israel found um 
may have found a cure before the coronavirus um i don't doubt it because they are it's israel it's the it's the people the chosen ones of the lord chosen ones um yeah actually they were one of the first uh who announced that they were already working on a, a vaccine uh that would be good news for for us at least because we do have such a good relationship with israel um but right now, so yeah, it looks like uh, in a few weeks, they will have the coronavirus vaccine. Um, this was an article published on March 15th on the Jerusalem Post. Uh, it takes 90 days for them to complete the process to get it out to the marketplace. Mm -hmm. um, but it is, they have, uh, let's see here. Yeah, so if all goes as planned, says the article, the vaccine could be ready within a few weeks and available in 90 days according to the release. So apparently they have uh, found a vaccine that works. I'm trying to see if it completely cures it. Um, it's gone through preclinical trials. And while you're uh, looking um, for that, my sister told me a joke. She's like, I think it's going to be like in nine months, you'll see a baby boom. <laughs> Just like World <laughs> War One. <laughs> Oh, we're going to be the new boomer generation. <laughs> well, yeah, with all these uh, people with, being quarantined. Yeah, all these uh, people quarantined to their houses. There's not much to do, you know? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, I mean, that, that could be true. That could be very true. So uh, apparently it's going to be an oral vaccine. Um, like a little um, Pepto-Bismol. I guess. Oh. Yeah, so I guess... Um, Israel is at the cutting edge of it, of a, a vaccine. I know several companies here in the U.S. are working on a vaccine. Um, Regener Regenerate, I think, is one of the companies. Regeneron, that's one of the companies. Inovio, um, and a few others who are working on a vaccine as well. Uh, right now, the FDA has lifted um, some parameters, safety parameters that they had before, which would take months to test vaccines and stuff like that. But because we have declared a national emergency, uh, right now those have been lifted so that basically scientists can hurry up the process. Um, right now, I think the president made an announcement about uh, chloroquine, which is a type of drug used to, I believe, to combat malaria. Um, they say that that they've seen, they've had some luck with that. So um, just today they were briefing on the white house briefing they were talking about uh possibly using that in new york uh, governor cuomo is going to start using it hopefully that works um it's chloroquine with another drug together um it has they've had some luck with uh treating the coronavirus so uh, hopefully that works hopefully that works because you know new york is right now suffering pretty bad um and we might be next i mean we could be the next epicenter of this whole thing um, we've had a few cases here in San Bernardino County. I guess there's been six reports of six. Uh, uh, I heard 10. So, okay. Well, six, 10. I'm, and I'm pretty sure that number is going to go up at this point. Right. Well, so, so, so what they told us publicly and because we can't really test for more coronavirus people, well, that number could be higher. Yeah. Yeah. At this case, I mean, because it is highly contagious. Um, eight hours ago, the San Bernardino Sun posted that we have eight new coronavirus cases. Um, I think the number is at eight right now. But again, these are the people who have been tested. So 
overnight this number can go to 50 100 200 um it's it could get bad and and again nobody is exempt from this thing nobody's out of its reach i mean right now i don't know hundreds of uh, countries is what's been reported 100 i think it was 137 they said countries have this there's reports of it there so it's spread very wide and i want you guys to understand something this is the reason that this is such a big deal because it has spread out so much we've had epidemics in the past epidemics are in a smaller area it could be a whole country it could be a state that gets um that gets a specific virus or disease but when you're talking about a pandemic now you're talking about a global global expansion of this thing so that's why it's a big deal it's not the death rate i want you guys to be very clear on this the problem with the coronavirus isn't the death rate again it's not that you're going to die if you get this the big problem is its reach how many places is it in and the fact that it's highly contagious that is the biggest problem so right now it's not that we're trying to stop it we can't um what everyone is trying to do at this point is contain it contain right. it and slow it from spreading so that hospitals and the medical industry can basically catch up that those who are doctors and nurses we 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 thank we heard, you <laughs> we could be seen and we thank you, yeah. We thank you for your service. We tip our hats to you. Um, and I mean, right now, there's so many people who are playing such key roles. Doctors, nurses, um, caretakers. Um, right now, uh, even obviously uh, retirement homes for the elderly also. They're in a high alert, high risk. Um, and really, we have uh, even the truckers right now. Truckers are the MVPs at the moment for moving you know, all that freight all over the country to make sure that all the toilet paper hoarders <laughs> have more paper to buy. And for those who haven't bought and are feeling the panic of running out of toilet paper so that they can buy. So we thank also the, the people who are driving, the truck drivers. We thank them for their service as well, especially for because people who are panic buying are really making it difficult on the logistical aspect of restocking shelves also the supermarket people who work at supermarkets they're being exposed to a lot of people uh, a lot of people might be carrying the coronavirus they're at the front ends of it um, at least where we work we only deal with little just a little bit of people you know but them they're dealing with people coming in saying where's the toilet paper <laughs> Where's the bottled water? Where's the top saw, ramen? I saw a video that someone posted. Jeez. There are videos everywhere, but this one was just funny because they put um, a crate of toilet paper in, right in the middle. All people were gathering up, and all you hear is the zombie noise in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> It just makes it different, right? It's like you're playing a video game almost. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. These people are all zombies. They, yeah. they act like zombies. <laughs> That's my best impersonation of that. Um, yeah, it's it's really sad. So, guys, if you're listening to this, don't panic. Buy. Buy only what you need. Um, buy if you can for someone else. Share your toilet paper if you are one of those people who bought a year's worth supply of it. Maybe go and ask your neighbors, hey, do you have toilet paper? Do you need some? Um, I bought a whole year's worth. Maybe I can give you two of them. 
And uh, funny thing is, <laughs> I, was, I was telling this to Brian, but funny thing about the whole toilet paper situation, um, and you guys might not like me making jokes about this. I'm sorry, but you know, th this is, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, but there's there, I was reading this Facebook conversation because right now Facebook is like full of, Hey, does anybody know where they're selling toilet paper? Um, and so I'm part of these groups in, in different cities like Colton, Rialto, uh, San Bernardino. And this is a hot topic. Everyone's asking, Hey, or they post like, Hey, just came out of food for less. They have like eight packs of toilet paper you guys better go now <laughs> like you know and then there was this one lady was like hey um there is uh there is baby formula but i'm not gonna tell anyone where it's at unless you dm me because then everyone's gonna flock the place and take all of that baby formula so it does suck for people who have babies especially with uh with baby wipes uh some adults use baby wipes to clean their butts okay that's that's their thing but um there's a shortage in baby wipes because it's kind of the same thing as toilet paper except it's got you know the the moisture for better cleaning um but anyway so there was this lady who was saying hey does anybody know where there's toilet paper and then one of the people from the community responds oh yeah you know what i uh, bought a lot of toilet paper um if you want i can uh, give you a few rolls for free while you find some to buy and she was like, oh, yeah, that would be great. She's like, oh, well, the only thing is that it is one ply toilet paper. You know, the one that you can see through. <laughs> and the lady was like, oh, actually, no, thank you. Um, we don't use that kind, but I really appreciate it. Like, really? <laughs> Seriously. Like, you know, you, you know, you can put two, two <laughs> on top of each other and it becomes two ply. Put three, three ply. <laughs> like, come on, guys. So... These are these are the problems uh, we are dealing here in California. Um, unfortunately, that is the the case. But other than that, guys, um, I think to end on a positive note, um, yes, things are seem like they're out of control. If you're looking at the news and you're not here in California, you guys think you guys are thinking the worst. You guys are thinking that everyone's walking around like zombies and we're all infected and we're all gonna die. <laughs> That is not the case, thank God. Um, it's not that bad just yet. It might get worse. Who knows? But ultimately, what we can say and where our hope and our assurance is in, um, that is in Christ. That is where our hope, that is the, the foundation of our peace. If we are at peace and if we can make jokes about this and if we can uh, be calm if we are not those people going out panic buying, um, it is because of that. It's because we know and we understand that the God that we love, the God that we serve, the one who saved us from our sins, the one who took us out of darkness and into light, despite what, hap what is happening in the world, because we know that he has redeemed us, we know that at the end of the day, at the end of our life, that we will be gathered with him and all of this is temporary all of this will pass what won't pass is what is going to happen after we die that is the main thing because right now we're here on this earth and the bible says that it's like a vapor in the wind for the moment you see it and then it's gone that's the way that our lives are it's a short amount of time to us 50 60 100 years might seem like a lot but compared to eternity, it is a vapor. 
It's just a mist in the air. And so we understand that because of what Christ has done, because he died on a cross, he bore our sins, and he was the propitiation of our sins. He's the one who became that sacrifice, the Lamb of God. In our place, he took the basically the punishment that we deserved, which was death. Because he did this, today we can rest in him, we can have peace in him. But one of the promises that God gives his children is that he will provide for our needs. He will be there. Just look at the birds. Look at the birds who fly every day. They don't they they don't go thinking about what they're gonna eat tomorrow or 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 what you know what's gonna happen with their lives. They simply fly, they go, they eat, and, and that's it because God feeds them. So the Bible tells us how much more us, how much much more us that we are his children will he not take care of us? How much how, how much more if the, the flowers are clothed in beauty and in the most amazing uh, design that you could have in flowers. We see flowers and they're beautiful. How much more is God going to take care of us and what we're going to wear tomorrow, what we're going to dress, how we're going to cover ourselves? God is going to protect us regardless. Are we going to fall on tough times? Sure. Um, could we get sick? Sure. Are we going to get um, diseases and sicknesses just like everybody else? Sure. But what is the promise of God? The promise is that at the end of this life, which is temporary, at the end of that, he has gone ahead to prepare a place for us to be with him in eternity with the Father and the place where it is going to be peaceful, uh, no more sadness. It's going to be a perfect place. And that is his promise for every believer. So right now, if you see things are getting tough and you don't know the Lord and you you realize how I think one thing we can learn from this is how frail we really are because one sickness comes and um, it can, it can, <laughs> it can kill us. It can take us, you know, it, it can stop our lungs from working, make it difficult for us to breathe. But yet when none of this was happening, you don't think that you don't think that life can be over for you in a moment. But when these things happen and you're seeing it at a large scale because of the reporting of the media, that's when you start realizing like, man, life is not life isn't just um, it's not something that i'm in control of and it's not something that i can pay any amount of money do any amount of exercise or eat super healthy and i can add a year to my life there's nothing you can do once god says it's time it is time you will come before him and you will give account of your life and for those who hope and trust in Christ, their account of their lives will be the Lord Jesus Christ's life. It will be God will look at them as if they're looking at the perfect life of Jesus Christ and they will be led into the into the kingdom of heaven. But for those who have rejected the son, unfortunately, it won't be the same. Those who have rejected the son of God, Jesus Christ, they will pretty much take on the full penalty of their sin which is death and that is eternal separation from god in hell and it's tough to say but that is the reality of what is going to happen when you meet your maker one of two things he will see christ or he will see you and your sin and before a holy god sin cannot exist um because there has to be punished and it will be punished 
So guys, with that being said, now is the time, as always, while there is life, there is still hope. Cry out to God, get right with him. Um, and you can only do that through the son, Jesus Christ. So with all this going on, take some time to really think about that and put your hope, faith, trust in the only one who can save us. And that is Christ Jesus. So we thank you guys so much for listening today. We love you guys. And if you guys need to talk to someone during this time, apparently isolation is a depressing thing, right? A lot of people are saying that it's that you have to be um, mentally strong for this. Well, I can't say anything because I haven't been isolated. <laughs> I've been going to work. I've been coming back. I've been going to the office, to the studio. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm not. I'm keeping away from people that I could uh, that I could be a danger to, like older people and stuff like that. Um, so I'm not around a lot of people. So I guess I don't know what isolation <laughs> is just yet. But for those of you guys who are going through that, uh, feel free to give us a call. Feel free to leave a voicemail on Anchor or write us an email, reach out to us on social media and uh, we will get back to you. We will. Um, we really can't meet up at this point because everything is <laughs> closed, but we can definitely have a nice phone chat um, or, you know, grab something to eat or something to go uh, meet up at a park or something as we social distance six feet away <laughs> from each other, of course, because we are law abiding citizens. Uh, but yeah, anything like that, please do reach out to us. We are here available for you. And, uh, you know, we, we will get through this. I know we will. Um, I think uh, pretty soon everything will be back to normal or maybe this is the end. Nobody knows. But our hope and faith and trust is in Christ Jesus. So, yeah. Nicely done. Nice. That's it. Nice ending. That'll be it. All right, all right, guys. All right, guys. Bye. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening today. This is Franco. And Brian. Tuning out for today, episode number 33. COVID-19. No, that one was 32. What, what should we name this one? Uh, toilet paper shortage. Yeah. All right. TP shortage. Over and out. Thank you. Thank you.